why do every time we start, I have to shit? Do you want to go poop? We yeah, can time it. No. We could time it. Do you think you can handle the intro on Let's your do it. Ready? All right, go. Set, go. Oh, God, I got immediate stage fright. Hello, listeners and watchers. Anywho, um, Kelsey is going to poop right now. She is, in fact, a laser pooper. Uh, you know what, guys? This is our uh, this is our last episode ever. Just kidding. It's our last episode before our live show. Our live show will be happening two days after you guys get to hear this episode, which is pee cool. I'm trying to think of something fun that happened today, and it turns out this is hard alone. Oh, someone's shutting the door. This is a ghost. Who shut the door? Oh God. Uh, okay, let's let's think here. What did I do? They finished shutting it. Okay, what did I do this weekend? Oh my God, I have nothing to talk about on my own. On my own, pretending he's beside. You guys like Lemis? I do. I sure do. I think it's one of the saddest musicals. It's oh, beautiful. Yeah. Wow. I was just start, starting to talk about Les Mis. You're just in time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Because you would have gone on that rant and that would have lasted forever. Wow. I started How long on my own. I didn't actually time because I freaked out the second you walked away. I was like, what the fuck do I have to talk about? I don't know how people podcast on their own. Dude, I was thinking about that. I was like, Mark Maron really must, like, he loves and hates himself. Yeah, but, like, because you have to like hearing yourself talk to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. But then you also, like, he's so jokingly miserable that I, he hates being around himself, but he has to do it twice a week, every week. Anyways, uh, that poop was cut a little short. You prairie down there? I did because (laughs) I didn't shit for, like, two and a half days. I was on vacay, and I'm... Don't. What? Don't say vacay. I was on vacay. Uh, this sounds like something you would say, first of all. No. We're on vacation, and vacation I'm still at one of the... Like, the first day I met you, I probably took a shit in front of you. But there's something about, like, the person you're having sex with that kind of takes a while. It's weird, though, because they've been closer to your holes. Way closer to my holes. I think they should appreciate them for all they do. It's me. It, it's Did he ever my lick thing. your butthole? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if he has. Maybe. Maybe. I. It's not something I love. I'm not going to shame people that like to get their butthole licked. To me, it's like, I will never not think I'm going to shit on someone's face. I just watched uh, Sex in the City, and they were talking about butthole licking. What they have to say about it. Miranda- and do you agree with Miranda running for governor? I'm Senator. so... I, dude, don't ask me politics <laughs> okay. on this shit. That's not what this show is about, even don't, though we talk about adult shit. I don't fucking know. Mm. <clears throat> oh, also, guys, yes, we lost our microphones this week, so stick yeah. with us. <laughs> We've been trying, but here's the thing. Oh, yep, sorry guys. Sorry, uh, squeamish listeners. Wait, so tell me what they said about butthole licking on Sex and the City. Oh, right. Miranda was shocked by it. And then... I think oh, really, Miranda? You look like someone who needs their butthole licked. I mean, she she softened up to it. <laughs> uh, but Charlotte was the, was the surprise into butt licking. If you haven't watched it, because I feel like our generation was the last group of, like, girls to, to really... watch it, yeah. Yeah, it's because our moms and, like, older sisters maybe watched it. If you're younger and you haven't watched Sex in the City... It's great. Go, it's still applicable. There's a... They, you know, there's a lot of... It's a little timing. There's a little... There's a couple problematic things, yeah. just like any... Anything 90s and 80s. I TV feel like show. stuff last week that I said is probably problematic. <laughs> this week. Like but we're just we're moving forward, which is great. You're an adult, and we fuck up so that they don't have to. Yeah. Um, our show is this week. By the I time talked this, about that. Oh, you did? Yeah, we already covered it. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> no, uh, we can't wait. <laughs> uh, we're so excited. I just can't believe by the time this comes out, we will be in Philly or Thursday morning. Yeah, we'll be in Philly. Oh my Your god, home flight is. It's not- <laughs> <laughs> Your flight is. Our flight is so early. Are we sitting next to each other? I don't know. We have to check. I can't do airplanes not sitting next to my friends. Well, luckily you're I'm that person way pushier like... than I am because I'll just sit there and be like, it's okay. In fact, I'll sit on the wings. Do you know what? Because I'm so afraid of planes, I do become very timid on airplanes. Oh. I become like very sweet and like, oh, if you, because I'm so afraid. I'm actually really excited to travel with you. I'm excited too. I think you could tell a lot about a person by how I they get travel. way more calm when I'm traveling. I am super chill because I'm on value. 
Value? Value. It's a value. It's a value. Um, here's the thing is that on the flight back, it's just you and me, and we have a two-hour layover. Where? In Chicago. Oh, hell yeah, we're getting Garrett's popcorn. Yeah, Garrett's popcorn and drunk. Oh no, that's a. I know exactly what you're. What you? Why you were making that face? We have a two-hour layover together in Chicago. We're gonna miss that. Thir- we're gonna yeah, miss that second that's part. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're, gonna we're gonna end up at a bar. We're, we're gonna, gonna talk to talk people. to people. There's gonna be a possible hookup. Oh fuck, guys! If you're coming to the show. Make sure, if you see us at an airport this weekend... Buy us shots. And then make sure we get on the plane. I want to, Wait, do you ever what? have them... Do you ever have, like... I actually make out really well at airports. You make out? I don't actually make out, but here's the thing. Once oh. I was in an airport in Philly, and I was drinking, and this guy started talking to me. He was, like, older, but he was dressed really nice. And I was like, well, I'll talk to you, whatever. And he's like, her beer's on me. Have another one. Have oh, another one. no. So I'm there just getting drunk talking to this guy. He's, like, a traveling doctor or something. Something like that. He like he invented some sort of pharmaceutical thing. So he travels and like and like gives speeches about this and this thing or whatever. Okay, I believe it. And at the time, I was like, I do Postmates, (laughs) cool. But then he uh, he was like, we won't. He's like, we don't have to go back to the flight yet. I'm like, I I do, I do. He's like, well, I'm in first class, and I was like. And he gave me his card and everything, and I was like, "Bitch, move me up to first class." But he, but I didn't actually ask that. But yeah, he gave me his card and he said to call call him when I got back to LA. Did you call him? What do you think? Of course not. I made the DJ buy us first class yesterday. <laughs> I made him on do your it. way back here. Yeah, I made him do it because value and love. And let me tell you, it was the worst first class meal I'd ever had in my life. This is a champagne problem. I understand that. But let me just tell you what they gave us. <laughs> when you said Get first, ready to not relate to the next minute first, and a half. <laughs> you're, you're literally paying for, like, amenities, essentially. Like, you're yeah. paying for, like, a better seat, better food, better experience, right? Potentially sitting next to... Someone gorge, your future husband or wife. Uh-huh. Is that what you were going to say? I was going to say Tara Reed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was on the first class... Play one canter and I came back from uh, Reed flies first class. Virgin Airlines. Yeah, I was on Virgin. They bought Alaskan. Long story. Uh, This food. They gave us walnuts, Mm -hmm. pita bread, Mm -hmm. dried chicken. That was it. It was not Virgin. Not yeah, it was like it wasn't even heated up. It looked like I could see the lady in the back opening up the like peanut packets and dumping it on the, the plates. And I was just like, oh, man, I hope that's not our food. Because I was very drunk and very tired. And, and all very I wanted, high on Valium. Yeah, very high on Valium. Huh. That, that's my unrelatable experience from this weekend. Other than not being able to... double protein. <laughs> it was called the protein plate. And I was like, oh, no, I already have to shit because I've been shit in two days. Mm. But um, we should talk about our, our contest. Quick question. You could cut Answer. this if you want. Does the DJ hate me now? Why would the DJ hate you? Because I blew up his spot for messaging me. Kelsey no. and I got in a fight. Oh my god, we got in our first like real fight. We've gotten in a fight before, but this but is this a real was like, big one. Yeah, this one was like beyond. This was like it was like screaming match fight. Well, and I hate confrontation. I literally I cry when I get mad. Like I've never been someone that knows how to fight. And I kept saying to Kate, I'm like, I don't know how to fight. And I you're know like, how to fight. you're doing fine. And I was like, well, I don't want to be good at fighting. <laughs> But my fucking boyfriend, you piece of fucking asshole over here, I know you're listening, in the middle of Kate and I's fight, nobody else's business, fucking Instagram messaged her, and I don't even know what he said, he said something like, I hate that you guys are fighting, if you could, he said beefing, (laughs) I was so mad, and messaged her and was like, if you want to talk, like, here's my number, and while that was good intention, it was like, absolutely so out of place and even though it was like i get now why he did it and sure maybe one day i'll thank him but it was just like it was like someone putting their their ladle in your soup when stirring it when it's not your soup to drink maybe but then <laughs> he doesn't hate you by the way if anything he would have thought you hated him probably for no poking holes in no i would issues. i like immediately in my fight i was like and i would appreciate it if your fucking boyfriend didn't reach out to me on instagram and i was like what <laughs> and so then i thought that maybe he was like all right bitch 
I was trying to help. No, I, I we'll was, see. we have to fly well, together. I would see what happened was I was walking back and forth behind this wall. So he was on the other side of the wall and he could like hear me yelling and he was like, I wasn't going to go over there and bother you. But as soon as he said that, he said, my head just goes <laughs> out of the side of the wall and was like, what? You ain't still there. It was like, I was so scared. I was like, good. You should have been. Um, but we're fine now and we're. Friendships have up and downs. We have fights, man. Yeah, so you gotta work through them. Mm-hmm. I think as someone who like always didn't have female friendships, like close ones, mm-hmm. that's why I'm I, I I just shut down and I go, well, then fuck it. We don't even need to do the podcast. We don't even need to be friends. I'd rather just not do anything at all. And I'm easy to cut it out of my life because I don't know how to like sit and talk about feelings. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to talk about stuff when you're like, oh, I didn't think I did this thing or whatever. I, I don't know. It's f- Fights are hard, yeah. but they're necessary. So yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Because it might be <laughs> an uncomfortable fucking travel arrangement with all of us at the airport. Oh, my God. No, he tru- He doesn't give a fuck. Okay. He, like, right. he was genuinely worried. I mean, because so many, a lot of people commented on last week's episode being like, why is Kate being passive aggressive? Why is she yelling at Kelsey? Really? And, yeah. And I didn't think of anything of it in, when I was editing it, but I think people thought that I was talking about something personal and you were being like, not sensitive. I don't know. And That's I didn't bullshit. see it. I was being sensitive and I was just, I was steering the conversation back to you. I don't care. I talk about myself too much. I'm constantly worried about I want to see I'm those comments. They're on youtube.com slash as is. Also, fuck you guys. Yeah, it's none of your goddamn business if we're having a fight. passive aggressive. Uh, have you listened to any of the other 20 fucking episodes? <laughs> I'm pretty understanding. Sorry, I had a fucking off day. We all have off days. Um, we should talk about Kate, our March craziness winner. Yeah. It was our, our March- first contest. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Right, we want to read yeah. the three finalists from the last three weeks. We've done our hashtag war. And if you guys like this, if this was a fun thing activity, it was sure fun for us to, yeah. to read. Yeah. If you guys liked this and would like us to have another contest. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. Okay, so week one, we had at Cheyenne underscore Eli, had hashtag shit facts. Hers was most toilets flush in E-flat. A classic. So funny. Uh, Week two, informative. Week two, we had stupid history. At tall underscore foot, King George III planted beef to try and grow a beef tree. I thought for sure that was it. Then we had week three. Rachel Kirk underscore had talk about Ugh. when you learn during your first Brazilian wax that it's also your waxer's first Brazilian wax. And you all voted. Oh, the you results voted. are in. We had how many votes did we had? Over a thousand votes. Wow. We're f- fucking popular. Wow. 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 Uh, in, a, in, a, in a commendable third place, we had shit, shit facts with most toilets flush and E flat. And ladies and gentlemen. In second place, we had stupid history, which means talk, talk about, Guest of the Our day. Only guest of today. Just walked in. Should we bring her in? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's fucking do it. Okay.
Uh, basically, yeah. It was like my nickname growing up. Oh, that's right. You told me this. She makes all these incredible teas that you guys are always tweeting at us about, asking like, where did you get this? Like, screenshotting it. And you also made my first merch. Yay! Exactly. Queen merch. Oh, hi. And this is her dog, Nugget. This is Nugget. Little Nug. We're so excited to have you on because I feel like we always talk about you or like reference you somehow <laughs> over the last... Tan really liked your yeah. shirt. Did you guys oh, get in contact? Oh, and I have been messaging. Thank oh you so God. much for that. This is like making my dreams come true. I even emailed all the girls that like work for me yes. and it's like we're gifting to Tan and they all just like had collective <laughs> meltdowns <laughs> you around? Go he's just gonna try to come back up on my lap he's a little baby he'll go explore um, yeah, he walks. <laughs> oh my god he's so goofy I know he's so he's weird he's the perfect dog little trash dog he's a, he is a trash dog I know <laughs> where did you get him uh, this girl that I'm friends with from the internet, but we'd like uh-huh. never met. Oh, that sounds not sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little puppy for you. His name is Nugget. <laughs> what? Is this a drug deal? That would be funny if you thought you were getting weed and then you just ended up getting a dog and you're like, okay. Well, I named him that because of weed. <laughs> so dog, dog, dog. we actually sell little little nug merch with like weed, like a weed lighter and a grinder and stuff. Your stuff oh, is so it. cool. Like I'm sure yeah. if you've been watching the podcast, you've Oops. obviously heard about her stuff. But if you haven't checked it out, so you can go to Shop Kid Bell, right? Yeah, shop.kidbell on Instagram or just kidbell.com. But there's two D's. Because so your K-I-D-D. your merch is so like unique. It's not, it's what do you call it? Like unapologetic for the no filter. Like, it's like unapologetic empowerment. Yes. Basically. It's really like weirdly activist without being activist because it's just like who you are. Yeah. And we donate a ton to charity. We yes. work with like lots of different like influencers like mm-hmm. Kelsey and artists to try to make like really unique stuff and a lot of like retro throwback stuff like the like dare shirt that I yeah. Yeah, you've seen her stuff. It's that yeah. shirt you love that says cunt right across it. Yeah, yes, yes. I need so to like get the shirt. I love the cunt shirt. I need to get the let boys be feminine and don't be a dick shirts too. I just yes. keep forgetting. You guys need all the things. You, I need to order all You also are a writer. You said you mentioned you contributed to Teen yeah, Vogue. Yeah, so I write for Teen Vogue like pretty regularly. I write for Playboy, I've written for HuffPost and Cosmo and Elle, like kind of all over the place. And your fucking Instagram is my favorite because this motherfucker is so like... You have the biggest balls of anyone I know. She will straight up be like live Instagram updating a, a first date she's on, talking about how much a douchebag the guy is, and being like taking polls on if she should see him again, or like still let him eat her pussy, or like should I just oh let him God. go? Home? It's this the is most interesting. Like people think I'll, like, I'm go in the bathroom and do it. Yeah, like people think I'm no filter, but you truly like you live your life based on like yeah so complete. <laughs> like to Instagram polls. <laughs> yeah. He, um, yeah, I've definitely had guys, like, I've come back from the bathroom and, like, they've already, like, known me from social media or whatever. Like, I disconnect my social media from, like, my dating profile. Mm-hmm. So, like, people don't instinctually know, but uh, a lot of times they do, anyways. Um, and they'll be like, hey, I just saw that you posted a video saying that I was an asshole in the bathroom. <laughs> and then you'll follow that video up with, so the guy saw my Instagram. <laughs> Do you oh think I God. should? And it, I'm just, it's watch. It's like watching the best kind of reality None television. None of them have ever like walked out though. They've always just been like, they've either tried to redeem themselves. Oh, that's good. You know, which is good. Or be like, well, what did I do? And I was like, oh, well, like you said, reverse racism was a thing. A thing. Yeah. So I think you're a dick. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So like, how do you, I mean, is dating, when you are going out and you're dating, is that like, how do you not talk about your job? Because your job is so Oh, I like, do. I mean, it's the only thing. That's like, okay, so I haven't actually gone on a date in like four months, mm-hmm. which means I also haven't gotten laid in four months. That, okay, connected to the other. Um, but it, uh, that's a huge part of it is because, um, my job is so political and my job is so activist based and, um, and I do so much work like about, uh, like violence against females and, and rape culture and stuff. And so that's like not super fun date topics. (laughs) Um, and guys have a tendency to get kind of like, I hate being like, Oh, guys are intimidated, but like a lot of times they really are. Um, 
and I'm really sick of doing the like, here's the intro to me and you're going to ask me the exact same 57 million questions you're going to expect me to teach you about yeah. feminism. Right. And like, I'm not here to be your teacher. I'm not here to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm here to go on a date and like, please stop asking me. And you also, we should mention, I think we t- maybe talked about it on the pod in the, in the early weeks. You had this incredible, what would you call it? Art show? Yeah. Kind of exhibition <laughs> called the Dick Pick Show? Yeah. Is I like didn't ask for this. A lifetime of dick pics. <laughs> Did you come or who who went? Freddie and I went. Yeah, Jazz. yeah, yeah. You also know a lot of Buzzfeeders. I wanted yes. to go. I wasn't invited. I literally Instagrammed her the day of and was like, "Hey, I want to come to your show." You, you actually Instagram me. You're like, "I hate doing this, but I'm going to use that little blue check to my advantage." Like, I didn't know you yet. I was like, "I don't know who this but you can definitely." Yeah. Come. I was like, "I love dicks, love pigs. Don't love them together unless they're consensual." But can I come to your show? Uh, tell us about what that was and how you were inspired to do something like that because I feel like it needs to be a traveling art exhibition. Yeah, so that was actually the third one we've done. We've been to three cities already. Wow. And um, so it's 200. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I like your sound wow. Thank you. That's my Owen Wilson. Um, it's 200 unsolicited dick pics. And the, like, often really aggressive and threatening messages that, like, come with that mm-hmm. stuff, which, like, all you ladies know about. Yep. And uh, set up inside, like, a full gallery space. It's, like, an entire woman's home. So bedroom, bathroom, living room, kitchen, everything. But the walls are just lined with, like, hundreds of dicks yeah. and, like, terrible oh, messages, like, calling you an evil cunt. Yeah. Um, and then there to basically show how, like, invasive digital harassment is. And then there's a full day of, like, educational panels, and we've had people, like, Shirley Manson and Jasmine was on a panel and yeah. a bunch of other incredible people and a whole day of sex ed workshops. Yes. Um, a bar, DJs, a pop-up shop from my store. Yes. Um, it's basically like a whole little traveling feminist festival and of sorts. There's also a wall of dicks, like a wall of hanging dildos. That's, that's, yeah, the photo booth. Yeah. yeah that's that was, what I got jealous of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like I wanted to be surrounded by I wanted by to be dicks. surrounded by dicks. I had two interns literally hanging up dildos <laughs> for I kid you not like 12 hours in the middle of the night well, at you, different lengths. You own this this company. This is yes. you are like yes. when you say you have interns so you have a whole staff of Oh people. I have a whole staff, staff and, and they're all like and, women and or like queer people full time like, employees yeah. and yeah. stuff and everyone is like queer it's all women mm-hmm. um, I'm not opposed to hiring other folks I just yeah, that's you want to surround yourself yeah, by people like, 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 shit. And you know, like when you're talking about dick pics and you're talking about feminism and you're talking about rape culture and you're talking about white privilege all day, you want people who really share those mm. values. That's what I was going to ask you about: is how do you, being white, how do you like not lean into white feminism? Because I feel like I've seen a lot of people. Um, there's like a weird wave. It's it's great, but there's like a trend now of being like a feminist, but also it, and which is. Again, great. It all needs to happen. But there is, it's a lot of times not inclusive. And like black women and have been saying stuff for years. Forever. Forever. <laughs> and I mean, feminism was founded by white women and has always been centering the voices of white women. And a lot of people of color feel like the movement is just not for them. And that's like completely um, accurate most of the time. And not all white women who are feminists are white feminists. Mm-hmm. But women, white women who only center their own voices white women who only tell their own stories, who think that they are at the bottom of the oppression Mm -hmm. barrel just because they're women, that's white feminism. Um, And I think I try to combat that all the time. I talk about race constantly. I talk about my privilege constantly. And privilege isn't a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I just have inherent privilege based on like who I was born to and where I was Mm -hmm. born. And I talk about the fact that I don't know everything. And you need to defer to women of color, to trans women, um, who know more about oppression, who can teach you things. And when they tell you you're maybe doing something wrong or you're saying something insensitive, even if you think you're like the wokest girl at the party, <laughs> you need to take a step back and recognize that like you're probably not right because you don't know. Like when a man is like telling, trying to explain feminism right. to you and you want to be like, hush. Yeah. That's what it can, that's what we can sound like to women of color sometimes. I think Kate said something wonderful once on the podcast where she was talking about if you're, if your feminism isn't intersectional, you're on the right, you're on the wrong side of the right movement. Yeah. And I think people, for some reason, especially white women, obviously, and white men, have an issue with admitting privilege is an okay thing to have. Or they'll come up, I've heard so many people be like, well, I mean, I wasn't raised rich. It's like, yeah. that, 
that is has not no, even I mean, what we're talking about. It definitely plays like a be part like, oh, in I, it. I've had ramen noodles before. It's like, yeah, what? Yeah, Dude, like I've what? struggled. It, and it, all of a sudden, if you admit that you have privilege, that they're afraid that that is admitting something like they're racist or they yeah. have mm-hmm. racist tendencies or their family is racist, right? And people are afraid but to I admit that that just it's a recognition. It's not a bad. thing. It's not a bad thing. You yeah. can't control your privilege. And it's it you a lot of what I find is a lot of times people are like, but I worked really hard for what I have, or like, but all my accomplishments are my own, and I'm like, I want to be like, look, we're not privilege doesn't mean you haven't worked harder than your yeah. accomplishments aren't yours. It just means that like certain aspects of your life have been intrinsically easier, just based on what you look like, mm-hmm. or based on like what socioeconomic bracket you were born into. Yeah, it just you start on third base, but you think yeah. you're starting like at first, and yeah. it's just. Yeah. It's not a horrible thing. You just have to acknowledge it and then try to use your privilege to like amplify the voices of people who don't have as much privilege. It's so interesting too because I feel like a lot of times talking about it, I've noticed with people who are like, well, I, I'm not racist or I'm not this or whatever. I think A, I'm going to get shit for this, but I think if you're white and you are raised white in a predominantly white area, you ha- you are racist. I say this shit all the time and I get yelled at <laughs> I know. And it's not, see, it doesn't mean, someone was just talking about it the other day. I think it was a stand-up or something like that, but about how, like, you, any sort of preconceived idea of what another culture is mm-hmm. and a judgment based off of that is racist. It doesn't necessarily mean, like, I'm not, not, like, you know, like outward violent racism is racism, but also there's small parts. There are levels. And like, because we were raised with this skin color or whatever our privilege is in that specific arena, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to think racist things sometimes. I might say something racist sometimes. That doesn't mean that I'm like an inherently terrible racist human being. It just means that like, I was raised with this certain lens of the world and I I have to sit in that and unlearn this behavior. It's a lot of unlearning. And I think that's like, what I've learned is such a hard thing for people to be like, oh, I've been wrong or oh, like, um, I know a lot of times, like, I remember trying to explain to my dad why locker room talk isn't just locker room talk. (laughs) And it's, I think that sometimes like the, the weight of reality for people who hadn't really felt that mm-hmm. reality is too much. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so much that you're like, that this hole. can't possibly be true. Yeah. No, you have to be making this up because it just doesn't compute. It's like, how could someone be suffering this much without us knowing? And that's And where I think it, a lot of people are, they're saying, well, it's dying out. Like that generation's going to be gone soon. But what they don't realize is like, a, we live in a bubble here in these metropolis cities where we are, you know, in echo chambers all day long. But that these people have children who are still very much ingrained and in the, in the school see, systems and in the and church systems. I mean, systems, it's not it's even just that. Like, yes, away. that might be like the more overt, like right wing version of racism yeah. or transphobia or homophobia. But like even within our liberal community, like everywhere. It, this is pervasive. We live in an inherently racist country. It, it was it founded on racism. Mind. That's not going to go away in a generation. That's yeah. not how it works. It blows right? my mind still. Like, even now, I think I've become a little bit more cognizant of it because it's been happening my whole life. But even in media, even in, like, Hollywood, that's supposed to be this, like, woke, you know, groundbreaking. We're, like, letting women do things now. Yay. We're letting, like, people of color play people of color in their own stories. Like, yay, we're doing something right here. Yet they still will have, like, a very... Uh, it's all stereotypes still. It's like, okay, we got uh, Black Panther, but it's also like, let's take a step back and look at that. Black Panther was created by white producers with a white um, production like company behind it. And like, Yes, they were, I kind of feel like they were, like, given Black Panther. It was just like, okay, well, here, we'll give you, like, your black movie. Michael but B. Jordan has a production company. I know. <laughs> mm. But then it's like, you don't... It's where the funding goes. It's where the yeah. funding yeah. comes from. It's where the, the studio execs, and it's all that. And then mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you don't... Um, there's no, like, Asian movie. Mm-hmm. And also, it's like, never has there been a white movie where we're like, oh, well, that's just for white folks. Right. Like, they have... Like, we're... Everyone's expected yeah. to adhere or to, like, listen to the stories of white people and, like, maybe will deign to go watch the black movie. Yeah. yeah. But there's, there's, it doesn't go both ways. It is alarming to think about how many white men are profiting off of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... So, okay, this is all a very important conversation, and what I think we also need to talk about, we have a fan question that is also an important subject, Uh, and I figured we would save it for you. A little more lighthearted. It's a little more lighthearted, but uh, still very important, because this is not the first email I've gotten like this. 
Uh, the, also, I just can't wait to hear all of the comments based off of what we just said. Oh, I'm like so excited wait. for it. Do you know what I'm going to do? to my entire life <laughs> yeah. is like trying to not look at the comments. But, I get so but, much shit every single day. If you do want to learn from someone without costing them emotional labor about how to deal with trolls, you guys really should go look at Whitney's Instagram because she handles it. I think you fucking do it way more than you have to and should have to. I've but actually been like lifting me out of that a bit. You like, do it really well. And I have really been like, you need to yeah. step out. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, I think you handle it really well and you do it in a, in a very good way that I don't know how it taxes you emotionally, but I know no, at no. least from someone who's still learning how to <laughs> no, deal no, no. with this stuff, even <laughs> though I've been on the internet for like over 10 years, you do a really good job. Uh, but the title of this episode, I think it's going to be called, Do You Have an Ugly Vagina? Our email this week is titled, Ugly Labia. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Love the podcast. I am 19 and very insecure about my vulva, especially my big, saggish labia lips and color. I am a virgin, but my vulva puts me off having casual sex. Previously, with, time, with Previous times with guys, I would lie I was on my period or keep it covered with my pants. Overall, rushing anything sexual, which sucks. Mm. I've seen two of my friends, both seen their vaginas, both are cute and fucking any vulvas, and when I bring up the subject of vagina types, they don't really care for it, so what should I do? What's your take on vulva types, and what do your guy friends say? Another thing is, since I'm young, the guys I go with are usually inexperienced, meaning they have seen less pussy, causing me to be more self-conscious. Should I wait till I'm in a relationship, which I don't want at the moment, or just have sex with the guy, and if he complains, boot him and hope he doesn't tell others about my different genitals? Ah, sad face. P.S. Seen the labia library offered no comfort as I know guys are dicks and talk about shit behind my backs. Thanks, XXX. First of all. Which got a lot of thoughts. Yeah. (laughs) Which one's the labia? Yeah. Is this a question? (laughs) Well, there's your labia minora and your labia majora. And so, so, like, the big lips are the majora. And literally. Labia minora are the inner lips. I've pulled up a picture of the vagine. Why is that so small? So That's your lady of Majora, and that's her lady of Can you get bigger? Can you zoom in? I'm trying to find it. There we go. That's a better... What? What is that? It's probably like No, that's like a... HPV or herpes or infection. Yeah, we just Googled vagina on Google, so that's what we got. So it's usually referred to as the lips. Yes. Um, and I do think we live in a culture. First of all, thank you for writing that in because this is not the only email I've gotten asking about this subject. And I'm glad Whitney's here to talk about it a little bit more just because I'm most of your merch has vaginas on it. It's a lot of vagina. Um, I do life. think we live in a culture in America specifically where our porn stars can only have one certain looking type of vagina, which is where men are learning about sex and... It's where a lot of girls are too, unfortunately. No, you're right, you're right. Uh, uh, And so when a woman watches porn and then looks down and sees her vagina or her boobs or her body or her hair or whatever, but specifically her vagina doesn't look like what they see in porn, all of a sudden it's not desirable. And I just want to say a vagina is skin. And anyone is fucking lucky to be around a vagina in the first place. If they want to be there. If they want to be there. And if you want them to be there. There's no wrong vagina. Unless, like, it's hurting, then you should go see a doctor. But there's no way to have a wrong-looking vagina. I like in in this diagram... There's just the one little dot, and it says anus, and it just puts... But also buttholes! All buttholes look different, too! They do. And also, I have, like, a larger labia, and I, I used to, like, freak out the way that this girl is, especially when she says she's, like, 19. I also, like, was so self-conscious about it, and I'd only had sex a couple times, and I was just like, I don't want to show anyone this. Mm-hmm. And then as I, like, sort of got a little bit older and started like being more sexually active and being more confident and just being like, all right, this is my fucking vagina. Deal with it. Guys are so into it. They just want to be near a vagina. And the more Guys, they, don't, if they yeah. do care, if there is some guy who's like, ugh, you don't want to be with you that don't guy. Be around that guy anyway. anyway. But I understand like longer, too. Wouldn't it long wouldn't longer ones be like a little bit more like Mine's more sensitive it, because yeah. of that and like But like if you're if, okay, so like it doesn't always have feeling in it. It's no, 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 but always, I mean even for like for the, for, the for like if there is if you are choosing to have sex with a guy and then if the if it was just like this and tight right and then this is the bigger labia then it's just sort of an extra little ooh, hey. it could it could be <laughs> I, it, listen it it also can change like the shape of your vagina can change I remember when I was younger I had what they call an innie vagina. And then I swear to God, I think this is what it was. I would always masturbate the same way with my left leg bent up a little bit. So a lot of the pressure was on the right side. So then eventually, as I started to get older, 
my right side of my vagina got bigger than my left side. So I got a lopsided ass vagina. And guess what? Not once, not never has someone gone down on me and gone, huh. Guys don't do I don't want to do this as anymore. As soon as they're about to like get into your vagina, they're not like, you know what? Let me change yeah. my mind. And again, if they do, they're horrible. Yeah. But, I, it's, but it's also just like, that's not the thing that anyone's thinking about like when they're about to have sex with you. Exactly. Like, they might think about it to... later. Like, right? Like I've had sex with people then like later been like, oh wow, they're, you know, dick tilted a certain way. Everyone's genitals have like a weird thing. Like genitals inherently are not just this like glorious, perfect thing. Yeah. And I know. <laughs> it's, it's, Kate's perfect. But there's Mine's just I, it's, one diamond. It's also, <laughs> and it's, it's a perfect, it's like in a glass case. It's in a glass case that nobody can get in there. Not even they me. They need a key. Uh, but I think I, I do understand where the insecurity comes from because we are conditioned to think that a vagina should only look one way and that where can we see other vaginas like ours? Because Go when you're to young club clitoris on Instagram. Club clitoris. I, I think that's what that. it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Club clitoris club club clitoris i think that's what it is tour how do you spell clitoris like mm. that. not like that <laughs> instagram it's this In art this instagram city. and this girl takes submissions yeah this is it she takes submissions look how different look how different all these vaginas look oh no this is it this is it this is it this is it Look She's at a how vagina on her arm. So like, many vaginas. And she takes submissions from people. Like, you can send her photos of your vagina, and then she will sketch them and draw them. And she, there's, it's every kind of vagina with every kind of body hair and every kind of labor and every skin color. She does trans folks. Like, it's amazing. And it really helped me with a lot of my, like, sort of vagina insecurities. And yeah. she makes them all look really beautiful. I will say, I have, there have been times where, like, I've, you know, swapped photos with a lover or two of myself and I've taken a picture and just gone like oh god that does not look good like I've spent time with my leg up on a sink a certain way or an angle or a lighting or going switching an outfit because it, it my pussy looked ugly and I didn't like it and I got insecure and then ended up not sending it because I just thought well it looks ugly but here's the thing I think dicks and vaginas kind of are ugly they just are funky That's looking saying. genitals are just like by nature like kind of weird <laughs> kind of a weird thing like there it's not like so i much, like them but i'm also like mm, you don't like from an, a completely objective aesthetic perspective it's like not the best <laughs> yeah and i think too like when i whenever i've seen other like women's vaginas who have vaginas i've it's it's cool to see one that's not like mine mm -hmm. like i i'm like oh wow i didn't know a vagina could do that or look this way kate you look very uncomfortable <laughs> she does she does i'm just trying to figure out like, I wonder if it's just after you get, like, particularly sexually active that that's when you're like, oh, I can appreciate this picture of this genitalia. But for me, I would just prefer, like, a couple words of affirmation. That would turn me on, like, hey, I think you're really great. Like, your pussy's really great? Like, your pussy's great, or... Pussy, personality, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I, I would just be really into, but that's just right now, you know? It's still... Yeah, me. I mean, I... I you're can... both, like... No, I, not for me. <laughs> I get it. I, 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 it definitely took a long time to be comfortable with like the aesthetic of it. And like, hello, I just got lasered. So like, obviously, thank you, Nugget. Thank obviously, you, like I still have some things I want to do, but uh, with my body in general, that would make me feel better. But it's never for someone else, which I would like totally steer away from anyone who's ever like thought about doing the vagina plasty oh, because do it's so you know they call it the barbie no yeah it's called the barbie and by the way barbie doesn't have genitals so we shouldn't be calling surgery <laughs> can, can to, a bulge <laughs> and it's specifically it's, literally it's, insane. it's specific for aesthetic purposes it has nothing to do with like the medical side of it so it can actually it can be like so really desensitize dangerous. you. Like you it can, can make sex worse yeah, for you. It can make you not be your clit work. What is vaginoplasty? It's oh, when it's they like go in they and they cut, cut it off to make it look like a little porn star baby tiny vagina. Like a baby vagina. Yeah. And wait, if you want to... Wait, I thought about this the other day, man. If you want to fuck someone who who wants you to look younger... You should don't really fuck that person. That's a little... Don't fuck... Sketchy. You should want it... Okay, the guys, as you get older, they should want... Labias that touch the floor. Or not. <laughs> Some labias don't do that. They, yeah. Or or they should at least appreciate. Be like that vagina is aged. That vagina <laughs> like is not line. young. 
Yeah. That is not a vagina. But the thing is, is, a lot of young girls do still have a vagina like that. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's not... So a lot of people are like, oh, well, like, that's a loose vagina. Or like, mm. oh, she must have had sex with a lot of people. Or, oh, she's older. But some people but are virgins who literally don't have tight how muscles. vaginas work. Yeah. It's not even about your muscles. It's just about, like, how much skin you have yeah. there. It's like, <laughs> there are... And then, obviously, other things can contribute to it. But you can just have that labia. And, and I did. Yeah. And I... I used to like fully shave, like full Brazilian, yeah. like everything when I was younger. And it, I felt so uncomfortable and like so naked. And some women love being totally shaved. I just didn't. And then like, yeah. when I finally, like when I got a little bit older and got more comfortable and I started not shaving, like I had, you know, clean up the sides and like mm-hmm. the bottom, mm-hmm. but like it's, yeah. there's Still definitely hair. a bush there. Yeah. And I, I finally was like, oh, this is what my vagina looks like. And yeah. everyone can have like what yeah. their vagina looks yeah. like. And like, you just need to find your niche. That's exactly what I was going to say was I think step one is that we we all need to maybe become a little bit more comfortable with our own vaginas. Like, you know, when you're a kid, I for sure sat in front of a mirror and just stared at it for like an hour being like, well, what does this do? What does this do? What if I push this? What if I touch this? And I think if you're at an age where like sex is happening for the first time or or you're kind of discovering your sexuality, I think it would do everybody a little bit of good to first get really comfortable with as in close. You don't have to love it. You don't have to love every part of your body. But I think especially if you've got a vagina, get up close with it. Touch it. See what things do. I definitely think though that there are people so I I am uncomfortable yeah (laughs) and if you've been through some sort of trauma when you were younger it might be hard for you to look at your vagina and be like this is mine I want to pay a lot of attention to it so there's also no rush no I don't want to say that in case like it's just different for everybody I, I feel like feminism doesn't necessarily mean I adore my vagina. No, I don't think it just means to. I have this relationship with, with this right Again, now. Again, this is my vagina. Like, yeah. this is what our relationship, yeah. this is what it looks like. Because I remember, like, really not wanting to, like, I just, I wouldn't even, I avoided it. Mm. Like, I wouldn't even clean it, really, which is mm. pretty, like, bad. That's, it's like, bad. super common with women, too, though, because yeah. we're not taught yeah. to be sexual with ourselves. Like, boys are taught about masturbation the fact that they yeah. need to do it they need to have this release yeah. they're taught that they can look at porn they're taught like all of these things are okay but masturbation for girls or like being in touch with your sexuality yeah. or knowing what you like or what you don't like mm-hmm. is not a thing we're taught we're only yeah. taught to like how to get out of sex yeah how yeah. to avoid it how to stay safe that's what girls are taught about sex yeah that's all i was yeah and if yeah. you want to see like some more diverse vaginas in porn and you want to see mm-hmm. some more diverse mm-hmm. bodies in porn um, check out Erica Lush. She was on there. <gasps> yeah, yeah. We, I went to Barcelona and we interviewed her. I just went to her screen. I, I saw this weekend. And I'm writing it. about her uh, for Teen Vogue. Isn't she the fucking best? She's the fucking She's best. She's so cool. Everyone who, who She's the listened to that episode was like, who is this wonderful woman? She's amazing. And her, yeah. so her work is, like you said, like really diverse, really important. Mm-hmm. I was thinking while you were talking about like the, the trauma thing too. Like I didn't have any childhood sexual trauma that I'm aware of, but... I definitely still, even to this day, feel really uncomfortable with a guy going down on me. Mm. And I, like, can't make eye contact with them. Like, I don't know how to look Super them in the eyes while they're down. Even though I'm the most, like, I fucking love my pussy. And I think everyone should experience it once in their lifetime. <laughs> I still have a really hard time letting someone else be that physically close to it like mm-hmm. intimate emotionally I have no problem with that but like the physical closeness of like I have a question. oh my god now they're seeing like my do you hole. feel differently when a girl goes down on you than yes. when a guy goes down on you a uh, thousand percent mm-hmm. I have never once felt insecure when a woman goes down on me what is that because we're taught that like we're supposed to be like clean and neat and perfect for men like we're yeah. taught that like their sexual satisfaction is supposed to come before our sexual satisfaction Shit. we're taught that like our vaginas are like smelly and like like <laughs> a vagina should smell it should if it doesn't it smell then like there is a problem yeah like go to the doctor you go to the doctor <laughs> the active bacteria is yeast that's a thing but it's that's so normal and I think it's really interesting that with girls you don't have that same hang up because I just know that they're cooler about it because they also have a vagina yeah but like I I don't know any dudes that are like, yeah, I'm just like really self-conscious when a girl wants to suck my dick. Like, I don't even want her to go there. Like, that is... And I'm I don't sure want to say no men are. feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Sure are, but the 
prolificity with which that happens is not equal to that of women. And that's not saying that like dudes don't feel insecure because they have the pressures about having a certain type of dick that looks a certain type of way. Of but course. it does definitely feel like it skews mm-hmm. towards the women having the pressure to aesthetically be yeah. like confident and also have like a pretty pussy and also like dress well and, and be, also be skinny and also and be the cool girl and eat a thousand cheeseburgers but weigh a hundred pounds. Yeah, I think there's also <laughs> something to be said about how important it is to get comfortable with this sort of stuff so that we know that it actually doesn't matter what your genitals are not necessarily like you know what they look like so if my if my you know labia or or whatever it is is bulbous or you know whatever i I don't (laughs) know man there there could be another woman who doesn't have a vagina you know what i mean and and she's it's just about the person and what their their pleasure What's is. It doesn't ma- aesthetically. Yeah. I know that that not... can be really frustrating and wanting to have certain things and you know whatever. I totally understand that, but I also think that realistically, especially now moving forward, like and people being more like vocal and understanding about trans and uh, non-binary and everything, I feel like that is something that it just means that this person has these. This is what turns this person yeah. on. This is what if you're in a sexual you know, thing with a sexual relationship with this human being, you just, here's what I have, here's what I want, let's do this. seeing people as people and not as genitalia. Like, just because your genitals are not the most important part about you, and Mm -hmm. if someone wants to have sex with you, they're having sex with whatever is there. And it's, they're having sex with you as a person. Like, atomically, maybe yes, penis, vagina, that's, we all know that's not how people have sex. You know, that's not what considered, is considered the only way to have sex anymore. And this is a time, you know, going back to the, the girl asking the question, I understand that, like, 19 is a very... Uh, scary time because you know you are kind of figuring out your sexuality your hormones are going crazy off the wall and you can feel really insecure about looks and in whatever way it is whether it's your face your vagina your butthole whatever but it's I hate to be like but think about like who you are as a person (laughs) because like you it's like fuck that I it's scary. I want to. I care about what people think about the way I, I look in yes. some manner. But I can promise that at 19 years old, if you're fucking other 19 year olds or 20 year olds, they are just so happy to be fucking. <laughs> I honestly that they're probably in a blind stupor and they yeah. won't even. It, honestly, this might make you feel better. They're not even gonna notice. Yeah, I really don't even think. I feel like they're just gonna be like, oh, fuck and you know yeah. what? If, if someone, I think her big fear, it sounds like here, is that she would be hooking up with someone, a guy, and they would stop the intercourse or whatever the hooking up because of the aesthetic of her vagina. And I just, and I just, that, can't, that's never happened. That's happened to that's, me. It hasn't happened to me. But my friend in college, she like, I, I understand this fear. Like she, uh, she hooked up with this guy, and he was an asshole. The guy was a known mm-hmm. asshole, but for whatever reason, we're attracted to assholes. Mm-hmm. So she hooked up with him. And then I think she either didn't want to do it again, or maybe there was some sort of like I don't know, like they weren't going to. <laughs> Sorry, he was thirsty. I'm getting some water. Drinking some water, but uh, he told other people that she had a weird vagina. Oh, okay. Well, here's that the thing: makes you use look that as bad, a litmus dude. test. That guy is a dick. But yeah. and if someone what? wants to walk out of sex with you because they don't like the way that your genitals look, then like. It's a you learned it's early, so and you know that's so that gonna be like. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it sounds like someone is eating pussy. Now. It does. It does. <laughs> uh, but I, I do understand that. that oh, oh, bless you. Bless you. I do understand that now. That guy who maybe is going and telling everyone that you have a weird vagina, or like what happened to your friend. Oh, did your Lumi just? Oh, my Lumi went off. Are you sneezing? What is happening to you? Oh. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, I, I, do, I do understand that, like, that guy may be the popular guy who, it, you know, people are going to listen to him because he's having sex and, and the other dudes aren't. So I do understand why there is a fear around that. And it might be traumatizing to you now in high school, but I promise you the the universe and the karma that will come back to those guys who were assholes, like they are so far behind in the world yeah, and with sex. And it might be important and it, they might be glorified now, but I promise you, like you're saying, you're yeah. going to learn early and it, it it's hard to be away from that now and see that how much it won't fucking matter and how much these guys don't fucking get Dude. it or matter. But it's the truth. Like they are yeah. going to, they're wrong. <laughs> also, they are. <laughs> if you, 
okay, if you were to like, okay, if you were to sit down at a restaurant, I don't know why this might be a terrible. I love cakes metaphors. If you were to sit down at a restaurant and you and someone else order the same thing, right? You order like salad, right? Sure. And then you're eating, you're like, this is, you know, this is one of my favorite restaurants. I'm so excited. The other person is like, the salad looks a little weird. I'm not going to eat it. So they look away and you're just, wouldn't it be so much fucking hotter if someone was like, fuck yeah, whatever. Like, and I'm just going to eat it and enjoy the taste and enjoy all of like the, the experience as the, a whole rather than judging it based on what it's looked like. Yeah. But you know, I love your metaphors, Kate. They're always good, spot on. And right. I also, food and sex are very similar. In my head. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it what I don't do together. in sex, I do in food. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so to our listener who wrote in that question, I guess wrapping up, all I can say is, to me, what it sounds like with just this specific instance, it, it sounds like in my, in my advice would be to just uh, look at it more, love it more, find more porn that has diverse pussies. That's my first step for you. Yeah. 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 Anybody else? Just, again, just the same advice we're going to give to anybody about any like issues or self-confidence they have with themselves is like, just try to like accept and love yourself because it's so much more attractive Mm. when somebody is confident. It like doesn't, you know, like someone can be not the most beautiful person or like have weird genitals. But if you like are meeting yourself with like love Mm. and acceptance and confidence, then like other people are going to respond the same way. Yeah. And also (laughs) always to read into it a little bit more. Um, Try to figure out what it is. Uh, if, if it's just if it's just what your vagina looks like, mm. fine. But is there some other feeling about insecurity here? Is there something else that's making you feel this way that makes you maybe not want to have sex right now? Is there something yeah else? And it's just because I promise, I promise, it's not that like no no one who you want to be fucking is going to be like no thank you no. And, and and i like what you said kate about the timeline like there really is no age that like all of a sudden you have to love your pussy because i love my no. pussy and some days i still am so insecure about it and and it, it will ebb and flow no go listen or watch to watch the vagina monologues too i've never seen that oh, really i've been in the vagina monologues. so many Me people too. Have i just about saw, went to the 20th um anniversary and it was like jane fonda oh, and amazing. it was amazing oh. and Rosario Dawson and all these like incredible uh, women. Wanda whoa. Sykes. It was so good. Uh, but go watch the vagina monologues or listen to like the podcast of it because it talks about vaginas from every age and all the issues that women have with them and sort of like why we feel this way. And it's funny and you'll cry and you'll laugh. It's great. Yeah. Um, Whitney, where can people follow you? How can people get more of you? You're such a great person. I can't stress enough how much you guys would all. If you like this podcast, I guarantee you you're going to like Whitney's life and her (laughs) stuff. Um, Kid, K-I-D-D dot B-E-L-L. Kid Bell on Instagram and Twitter. things. And shop dot Kid Bell for my store on Instagram. Um, thank you guys so much. Thank for you for me. being here. We're and gonna thank give you nugget. Yeah, nugget. Uh, <laughs> nuggets on my Instagram a lot. Like, yes. And, and if you're not <laughs> visually watching this and you're only listening, you guys should go over to youtube.com slash as is to see nugget. Um, our shout outs for the week. You want to do yours first because I couldn't get mine together. Uh, sure. At Lily C Star. <laughs> at Domino Loves You and at Fruitooch. <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out to Melissa from Dave and Buster's Egg Girl. Those girls I met in Portland who are making Kate and Kelsey shirts. Thank you. I can't wait to see those. Uh, at Peonies for Re, at South Namie, and at E. Kubin. Awesome. Uh, now we yell fucking bye at our listeners. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three. Fucking bye! bye.